0: Geek Therapy is a humble partner, and you can help support us by subscribing to Humble Monthly, where you can get over $100 in games for just $12 a month. For more details, visit geektherapy.com slash humblemonthly. Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Podcast Network, where I hope is always a celebration of geek culture and and mental health. I am Jose Cardona. With me this week is Lauren Keller. Hello. Laura Taylor. Hey. And Ali Matu. Hey, everyone. So today we are going to kind of, we, we, need to, we need to build some things up on this show, right? It's new. We have to, to settle on, on a couple things. And, and part of uh, what we're always doing is talking about different movies and, and media. And a big part of that is spoilers. So I want to have a discussion between the four of us. First of all, we need to set up a spoiler policy. Because in the past, when when Lara and I did it, we we were kind of
1: sometimes we went all out. Sometimes we, we held back.
0: Yeah, 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 it depended on the occasion. So I kind of want to see where everybody is at on on spoilers and kind of set up uh, what we're going to do because because some of the things that that we bring up, like a very particular, and we'll give examples later, but some of the. Like, the point of bringing up specific examples from media is, like, the context matters. Like, what what is happening in the moment matters. And so, so spoilers are going to be an issue. So, just in general, how do you all feel about spoilers on the show? Like, where should we stand, Ali?
2: (laughs) 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 Well, I, I... I mean, I got my personal feelings about spoilers. I've got academic feelings about spoilers, and then I got podcast feelings about spoilers. Uh, There's a richness to a discussion that cannot happen unless you get into the plot details. But there's a lot of stuff I think we can discuss, we can dive into, we can explore that – Somewhat speaks to story elements and what people would probably consider mild spoilers, uh, but would still let us have a very rich dialogue um, about about these things. Because a lot of what we talk about on Geek Therapy and GT Radio is um, is why this stuff matters and celebrating it and and discussing how it um, it just. Um, it, it w- Adds so much to our quality of life. And I think there's so much we can tackle that a little bit tiny spoils things, but um, adds so much to uh, um, our understanding
0: of geek culture. So Lauren, in general, how, what is your position on spoilers?
3: I'm pro spoilers. I want to spoil everything constantly um, and I want to be spoiled constantly.
0: You can be our official spoiler. <laughs> Uh, no, so all I, hate mail I, goes directly to Lauren
3: <laughs> yeah I mean that's fair that's fair no i i'm I've always sort of been okay with spoilers because my uh, personal enjoyment of a thing isn't necessarily uh being surprised though you know that can be part of it but um My personal experience of something is always going to be different than somebody else's personal experience of something. So knowing, you know, structure, you know, story structure outlines or, you know, inside jokes that are going to come in a, you know, a comic book or a TV show or what have you. It doesn't really, you know, affect my experience uh, to the point where it would reduce my enjoyment of it.
0: What about you, Lara? Lara.
1: It's a mixed bag for me. Um, in my personal life, I hate spoilers. I think I I really enjoy um, when there's supposed to be a twist. Um, I really enjoy that that feeling that washes over me when I'm like, oh my god, that just happened. But mild spoilers, not so much a problem for me. And I think when we talk about things, there's a place for both. And we've for however long, over a year now, you and I have had conversations where we try to not spoil things for each other and tiptoe around things but are able to have a conversation. And then there's other things, like, say, when we talk The Last Jedi or Force Awakens or big blockbuster movies, we have both seen it and we just go all out um, as a celebration of what it was that we were watching. Um, There are certain things I think about, like, watching... Um, An episode of Black Mirror that you told me to watch. If you had told me anything about the episode, I'm talking about um, Sanji Nippero, Such a good episode. I I would have been really mad if you spoiled it. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's something that is important to talk about and just let people know ahead of
3: time, let's say. I have an addendum to my previous statement. (laughs) I, I don't like spoilers if I am literally about to watch the episode. Like my friends, Shelby, I'm calling you out. Um, (laughs) uh, Shelby texted me as she finished an episode of Game of Thrones, as I started that episode of Game of Thrones. and, And I was like, oh, oh, you did not just do that to me right now. I had some strong words but that's pretty much the only time i've been like how dare you how dare you spoil that
0: (laughs) my 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 girlfriend sometimes puts me in this position where we're watching something that she knows i've already seen and she asks me what happens (laughs) i feel feel so uncomfortable i'm like wait 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 wait. are you sure (laughs) like you want to know like does he die like do they do they fall in love at the end like do they escape like what just it's it's literally we're in the scene where you but that's the conclusion like just, don't you just watch it wait? and you'll find yeah. out <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah so so it depends right i mean across the board like what everybody's saying is i think it depends and i think uh some some movies it's like well can we can we can we just talk about star wars since it was the the most uh like the highest grossing movie of 2017 we're assuming that anybody who's like cared to watch it has already seen it right we can always put a spoiler warning
2: I think there's a statute of limitations on spoilers that Absolutely. wears off. Yeah. You know, like anyone who's listening to this podcast, um, and is a fan of star wars has probably seen the last jedi the the one of the thing well, I am super anti spoilers for most things that I care about but there's some stuff that really bugs me like when I'll talk about the statue of liberty being in the end of the original planet of the apes movies sometimes people are like whoa man spoiler alert I'm like <laughs> you know that movie came out a very long time ago it's a, it's now become a part of pop culture like that scene has been referenced and uh, there's been homages to it, and it's been parodied so many times that th- there are no spoilers on that. The statue of limitations has worn off.
0: I, I do want to bring up a, a particular article that actually made me change my attitude a lot on how I view spoilers and how how angry I used to get around spoilers. So I used to be more Ali, and th- I think now I'm more Lauren. <laughs> So so Ali, what what is this article that I'm talking about? You're you're very familiar with it.
2: Yeah, I'm familiar with it because I, I am um I've had many arguments with people about it.
0: You're about to have another one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. He's baiting this one you. will be recorded for, you. <laughs> this one will be recorded for posterity. Um, so there is um, a couple of researchers, I believe. Uh, Jonathan Levitt is the lead author on this. And um, uh, he did the uh, original study back in 2011, I believe. And there was a follow-up study that was done. Uh, just a couple of years later, where they um, were taking participants and having them read different types of stories and uh, varying the conditions uh, on how much they were made aware of what the stories were and what the stories were not. So in, in other words, spoiling them or leaving them unspoiled. And to cut to the chase here, looking at, um, I believe, enjoyment was one outcome variable as well as um, how well they understood the story. I believe they liked it better um, in um, both situations if the story was spoiled. One thing I think they found is uh, putting having the story spoiled mid-story uh, was not good. I think that reduced enjoyment, if I remember correctly.
0: Yeah, but the conclusion was that getting something spoiled increased the the enjoyment metric that they were measuring.
2: Well, I I think it that is one way in which the popular press really took it. I I think the authors make that argument as well in the article, but um, not to the degree that the popular press did. I think uh, what was Gizmodo's article: "Stop worrying about spoilers; they actually help you enjoy the story more." Um, Which I I will I will um, argue on that point. But these two, the this is what the research in general was was arguing.
0: so when i read that that just blew my mind so i
3: i have a i have a thing in this in this study they were talking about specifically reading right they were talking about reading stories and then people are extrapolating that to to different media that i have kind of beef with that it's not that's not good science
2: thank you lauren that's that's one (laughs) of my concerns my my big i think this is a very well-run study and it's got a lot of what we call um, internal validity. The thing that they're studying is very well controlled and it's um, it's just a good study. But my concern, like Lauren, is the external validity here. What the study did and what it's being applied to um, on the outside world, I don't think match. Uh, Lauren, you were talking about... The medium um, the, or the media here, one of my concerns is how um, people are coming into these stories that were done in this study is not how people approach um, stories that they really care about being spoiled.
3: That's true. I mean, I think about like, um, you know, when a, a new season of a show comes out on Netflix and uh, people watch the entire season in a weekend, and then all of social media is talking about it, and it's like, oh, well, I worked over the weekend, so I just, I can't participate in this conversation if I don't want to know all of the surprises that people experienced, or things that they're angry about, or what have you.
0: I don't know, I feel that the the applying it to different media, I, I get it. Like, you could definitely repeat the study and have different media and see how different it would be. I don't think it would be all that different. It might be but i don't think it would I be i
3: definitely i feel like adding a visual element really does change how people engage with storytelling and their enjoyment of storytelling
0: it could it could so i mean so we so you're a, you you definitely think it would it would change i don't i don't think it would i don't would. know
3: if it would be a big change but i definitely think the difference of having somebody you know somebody tells you that oh uh, a dragon gets hurt in Game of Thrones versus watching that scene is is a really different, a different experience. And I think, uh, you know, turning on Twitter and seeing a GIF of that scene is more of a spoiler than somebody just saying it. Does that mm. make sense?
2: Yeah, they're, they're definitely different experiences. Like uh, there's research about visual uh, films do hold your attention a bit tighter than uh, written work does. And I think we've all experienced that when we read stories. Uh, we all read at different paces. We might stop to think about things. We might go back and rewatch something. And, and while you can do that at home when you're consuming uh, something, when you're watching a movie in a theater, it's a pretty consistent experience. So I, I think it is a little bit different when you look at things visually versus
0: uh, written word. I hope they, I hope they have the research so so we can settle this once and for all yeah well, if uh,
3: if, uh, <laughs> if the authors are listening, I like to do research, please hire me
2: <laughs> so this is this is my another problem I have with this study so i, I wrote a counter article to this uh, called three reasons why the Psychology of Spoilers is wrong, and um, I reached out to the artic- the authors of their original study before releasing this article. After re- releasing their article and after their follow-up study, and I've never heard back from from them. Um, That's disappointing. It's it's a little disappointing because I want to have this discussion with them. Um, I personally think there there are a lot of people who really like spoilers, and I think for some people who might um, have a hard time with the uncertainty and the suspense, knowing what happens actually makes them feel better and makes them more comfortable when they're going into the situation. I also think there are a lot of people for whom, um, having something spoiled is breaking their sacred values. Uh, there's all this research about sacred values that, um, we sometimes uh, connect morality to ideas. Like for example, it's wrong to burn the American flag or this land has been in my family for years. I will never sell it. It's sacred for some people. The purity of seeing a uh, a film reading a book watching a TV show uh without knowing anything about it is something that 's sacred and for those people, having something spoiled is um, is something that just is not captured in the study because these stories that people are are read and sp- and have spoiled. They're just random stories that no one really cares about. Um, so I, I don't think the study really matches the experience people have with spoilers. And unfortunately, I've never gotten a response from the authors about
0: this. Well, again, it's a, it's a study. It's a, it's supposed to be an isolated, right, uh, kind of controlled situation, right? And a, another thing that, that I think about is how much do you believe that having something spoiled or not spoiled affects your enjoyment of it? So I'm not saying how much it actually affects your enjoyment. I'm talking about like the meta emotion of it, right? That's tied to the belief. Because I think that a lot of people will get angry, right? About having something spoiled. But for a lot of people, especially stuff that we're super passionate about, there is that experience, right? That I'll even use that word again, right? That sacred, (laughs) like unbelievable once in a lifetime thing, right? Which is the first time you ever experience that. That's a big deal. But for people who are like super passionate about a lot of this stuff, once you become a fan, you're going to rewatch that over and over again. And the memory of that first surprise isn't necessarily what keeps you coming back, right? It's the the content itself, the story, what happened. And so, and I, and they mentioned this in the article, right? Where people would, uh, people are revisiting things later on and it doesn't affect their enjoyment once they know what already happened, right? Like. How often do you guys either rewatch a movie that you really like or reread a book? Well, I
2: got to push back on this because I think those are separate things. I, there's, I can name three big things that I've had spoiled for me. Um, Star, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace, the soundtrack – Spoils a character's death. Um, there's a track called Guigon's Noble End, and then the next track is called um, like Guigon's Funeral, <laughs> and the soundtrack came out like two weeks before the movie did, so that spoiled it. Um, Star Trek Into Darkness was spoiled for me. Um, the movie came out in the UK about a week before it came out here in America. And the big reveal of Khan was, was spoiled. And That's not a big one. But the one that really bugs me, um, or there's two more that really bug me. Um, someone emailed me spoilers. I think they read my article about how much I hate spoilers. And then they emailed me spoilers <laughs> about um, Star Wars The Force Awakens.
0: It wasn't me, although...
2: <laughs> sounds like something
0: I would do. <laughs> it sounds like something you
2: would do. They they ruined who's the character that dies in that movie and and who's whose father and all that stuff and mother. Um and then um, a friend of mine accidentally review uh, uh uh spoiled a a character's death in the Harry Potter books as we were reading them. So the reason I mention all this is Josue, I remember those moments. They're like flashbulb memories in my head of when these things were spoiled. And I still get upset about it.
0: Exactly. And that's kind of my point,
2: <laughs> right? Like you're tying it to that. But at the same time I do rewatch this stuff and I still love it. Those both of those things happen. Exactly.
0: Well that well that's kind of my point. But you
1: feel like something's been stolen from you.
0: Yes. Well but yes. But, but that was exactly my point. I said there's they're separate, right? Whether or not it actually mm. affects the like they're two separate things. For you they're together, right? And for me, over time I've been able to separate the two, but I couldn't before. And it wasn't until I read this article that I even thought it was possible to to kind of separate the two. And for some people you won't be able to separate them, right? For some people it'll they'll unfortunately always remember every single time they see Force Awakens that they got this horrible email from some jackass.
2: I mean, I can separate it, but it it goes back and forth. Sometimes it happens at the same time, sometimes it doesn't. And and you know, I will completely recognize that um Understanding a story or understanding a lecture, um, all of these things work better if you have some summary beforehand. So there's issues of retention, um, issues of enjoyment, anger about spoilers. I think all of these things are different things and they can impact someone in a different way. Like, yeah, you might enjoy aspects of a story more by knowing more about it. And at the same time, you might also be upset if you wanted to have a quote, quote, unquote, pure experience of it. And that's been robbed from you.
0: One thing that it's, I think is implied in the article, I don't remember now. It's been a while since I read it. But is that and and actually I'm going to I'm going to not say it's in the article. I'm going to say this is kind of what I got from it, too, that there's also the experience of there's a lot of things that you probably wouldn't have even seen if you didn't know of the spoiler. Right. So kind of like seeing a trailer for a movie, right? Like, oh, well, yeah, like they they spoiled three things out of the movie, but that's enough to get me interested to then get me to enjoy the movie, which I wouldn't have enjoyed before, which is kind of like a cop-out uh, way of saying that spoilers are are possibly uh, beneficial.
1: See, but for me, when I'm watching something, like, okay... There was one trailer for Last Jedi that I avoided like the plague. And (laughs) I was in the movie. I saw Thor Ragnarok and they came on and I plugged my ears and I was not listening because I knew that there were spoilers. A lot of trailers nowadays Mm. will spoil the whole movie for you when older trailers did not do that. Mm. Um, And afterwards after seeing last jedi i have loved reading all the easter egg things and i cannot wait to go back and see it again and pick up on those things but going in with a fresh slate was really important to me and i'm the kind of person who i unfollowed the daily beast on twitter because they spoiled uh walking dead the the episode with glenn Mm -hmm. um before it even aired on the west coast (laughs) <laughs> um. So I unfollowed them, and I was like, "Nope, I'm never reading another Daily Beast article again."
0: <laughs> Remember the time that The Walking Dead itself spoiled? Yeah, when they, they posted? themselves. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, for another I character, mean, that's, that? that's
3: a little different because it's based on a comic book. So there's already it's, it's not, there, but but, but, the episode, it
0: yeah. but the episode,
3: the yeah. episode itself is so different that you're like, "Oh wait, it's not gonna oh." It it mom. Did. yeah uh, i mean i i'm a a big horror genre fan I, a lot of horror movies and and games and stuff and and part of you know the experience of horror is there is there is that uncertainty you're afraid because you don't know what's going to happen and mm. and there's been this really frustrating uh pattern of horror movies showing so much in the trailers mm. to the point mm-hmm. where it's like, well, you, it's like the, you've killed your own suspense before I've even you know paid money to see this movie, and that can be a little bit frustrating. But I think that sort of comes down to like there needs to be better people making trailers than <laughs> than it is <laughs> about like oh, spoilers are inherently bad. It's like you need to know uh, the line between like wetting someone's interest appetite for your content versus like, hey, you guys like when this thing happens, right? So I'm just going to show you that it happens. And so you know what you're getting into.
2: You, You know, the best way I can describe the feeling I have about spoilers and about seeing like a trailer that gives everything away is it would be like if for some reason you're a big fan of a sports team. And you can't, see the sh- uh, you can't see the game when it's airing. You have to recor- record it. Maybe you, you're, uh, you're a student and you're taking a test. That's be go-
1: all the time. <laughs> right?
2: And you're going to go home and watch it on delay. And you're hoping no one tells you what the final score is because you want to be able to enjoy it. There's some people who want that experience. They want to watch the game. They want to experience the highs and lows. And they want to have that. There's other people who just want to know what the score is. There's other people who want text... Play-by-play updates
0: and some people won't watch the game unless they know what the score was so they know if it was worth watching
2: totally <laughs> Totally yeah, I, I I've um, I know someone who's like that with tennis They'll only watch a tennis game if like it's they know it's worthwhile So it's it's hard to have a catch-all and I think that's a big problem with the trailers is um, a lot of trailers are just meant for w- mass w- Audiences and fans might want a trailer that doesn't doesn't reveal much other fans probably want a trailer that reveals a lot and then the mainstream audience probably wants a trailer that is very simple and explains like once there were Jedi and you remember Luke and now Luke's not there anymore and now here's Rey and you know it's it's hard to create something that works for all of those different groups
0: one of the things that really made me think a little bit differently about it is i read some some memory research that said that when you look when you when you think back to something you don't really remember you don't really have like an average of the overall moments or or in this case maybe enjoyment of of an experience you you really just remember the peaks and the valleys right right so even so spoilers aside just if you watch a movie maybe there's like this unbelievable climax and action sequence and then this like really really bad like, uh, like I love The Matrix. It's it's like, it, that movie changed my life. But there's like this one thing that I can never get out of my mind, which is like, it's part where Trinity jumps through a window and her leg looks all weird, right? Like, I think like they didn't do the CGI correctly. Like something's off. And that thing always bothers me. But that's like my valley for that movie. And I can't, I, I always remember it, right? And so- <laughs> It goes with what we were saying, right? Like all of these things put together, come together and, and kind of frame uh, the experience of the movie. But everybody watches these things differently. There's different theories. That's just like one research study that we saw. And, and again, it, it it always blew my mind to even, or it blew my mind when I read it to even, because I, I didn't even consider that. I didn't. Like, I don't want to watch the preview for the next episode of a show I'm watching. Like immediately I'm like, la, 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 and I turn it off and I don't want anything to, to do with it. I'm um, like that with some trailers and things. But over time I've come to... Not ha- not let that bother me as much, like because I because I think it's possible <laughs> that that um having something spoiled will not ultimately ruin uh, the experience, and at least that is that is the the point that I've come to, where spoilers don't don't ruin things for me, and I don't hate people that spoil things for me anymore. So uh,
2: okay, would right now we're recording this January 2018. If I could tell you in the next moment what happens in Avengers Infinity War, would you all want to know?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't want to know. But what I'm saying is I wouldn't hate you anymore if you told me, which a couple of years ago, I would, I would contemplate hurting you physically. But,
1: but knowing <laughs> Ali and how much he hates spoilers, if he told you, would it be a malicious act? Because <laughs> sometimes it is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Still. Right. Still. I'm and, not going to uh, let Ali ruin my my ultimate experience of the movie. So see, so like, you all don't want to know, but
2: I think part I of this is know. see, exa- <laughs> that's that's this was my theory. My theory, Lauren, is that you would want this, you would want to know, and
0: part of this okay, I think is but generational.
3: <laughs> also, I'm not invested in
0: um, right. Th- that's the point Just- I wanted to make. Justice next.
3: League. Yeah. That's what you said, right? <laughs>
2: Oh my gosh! You are very not invested in Marvels the invested. Avengers. Avengers, the one with the Batman. Okay, the other one. The one with Batman so, and Gryffindor. So yeah. yeah. Okay,
3: I'm not. I'm not invested in that one as much. But if you were like, oh, I time travel to the future and I know the entirety of the last season of Game of Thrones, I'd be like, please don't tell me. Please, please don't.
2: Right. So part of it is how much you care about it. And yeah. I, I really think part of this is generational too. Um, I do a lot of my my primary group that I work with are teenagers and young adults. Most of them do not care about spoilers. And actually, many of them will say, yeah, I'll kind of like read what a movie's about, and if it seems interesting after I read the synopsis,
0: I'll go see it. That just for me is like, what? I mean,
3: you're not that much older than me.
0: <laughs> yeah, my clients were the opposite. My clients were like such big nerds that they... Spoilers were a Mine
1: were session. mad at me when I said how... Just how much I liked the Last Jedi. <laughs> <when> I- <laughs> yeah.
0: No, okay, well, okay. I had so, one
2: of those sessions today I, too. I
0: really wanted to get into that too. Like, what is what is a spoiler? So I've been watching. Um, right. I've been going through the Fast and the Furious movies mm-hmm. uh, lately because nice. I never saw Past Two. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch them all. Wait, what? Really? You never seen Past Two? That's right. It I've gets so much two. better. I I know. I'm going through them. I
3: think that's as far as I saw too. It gets so much faster and furiouser. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> they do. Yes, yes they do. it does.
0: So uh, don't, don't shame me on no, um, no, the no, podcast I'm not shaming for not you. watching popular <laughs> movies. I'm, I'm
2: very surprised, and I'm excited to hear what you think. Okay, go on. I interrupted you. But my I'm point sorry. is
0: that uh, I'm watching them on a service called Voodoo, right? I own all the digital copies, so I'm going through. Now, what constitutes a spoiler? Is the Rotten Tomatoes score a spoiler?
3: Uh, well, it's the thing on the back of a car that
0: helps it go fast. Is the cast list a, a, a spoiler? Is the box art a spoiler? Like, the answer is yes to all of these things. I, the I answer is it
1: can be. <laughs> it can
0: be, for depending on the person, right? Because there are things where I'm like, what well, no, this character died three movies ago? Well, they're on the cover of the next one. Guess they're not dead anymore. You know, uh, that, that probably would have been a surprise. And right. And so, so I think I think it's hard to stay away from from spoilers. Like in general, I feel, I feel that I've found a much healthier way to deal with spoilers because spoilers were a source of of anger in my life, of negative energy. <laughs> but uh, I, I feel I've moved past that. So, so really, that's why I, I, I want us to have this conversation and see like, what are what are we going to do when it's time for spoilers like what are we going to do to listeners and to okay, each other that
2: you said that i think is like super critical to all of this is what is a spoiler because if we're going to talk about how we're dealing with spoilers on gt radio i think we have to figure out what the heck a spoiler is and i don't think any of us know
1: it's like the I, conversation we had last week about what is a video game right like, how do you define it
0: <laughs> i think the easiest way to do this will be to look at very specific examples And we will do that right after the break. So I wanted to tell you all about Humble Monthly. Perhaps you've heard of Humble Bundle. They sell bundles of video games and comic books every month, and a percentage always goes to charity. With Humble Monthly, it's a subscription service. So for just $12 a month, you get a bunch of games. And this month, it features Civ 6, that's right, Sid Meier's Civilization 6 plus two DLC packs within that $12. And there's gonna be more games added to it too. So Humble doesn't sponsor Geek Therapy, but we are a Humble partner, which means that that if you go to geektherapy.com slash Humble Monthly and subscribe, we get a little bit back. So you're helping support Geek Therapy and you're getting a great deal. So again, Humble Monthly, $12 a month, a whole bunch of games, including Civ 6 this month, just $12. Again, the link again is geektherapy.com slash Humble Monthly. Help support us and get some good games. Plus, some of it goes to charity. Sounds good to me. So to settle this spoiler thing, or to attempt to settle it, we're going to use specific examples, okay? So I I chose a couple recent things. Some of you have seen some of these things, and some of you have not. So I think it's going to be a good exercise, right, to see, like, what if Lauren doesn't care about what we're talking about, or what if she really does?
1: There's you know? going to be a lot of cursing.
0: Maybe, <laughs> maybe.
1: <laughs> or not.
0: So uh, I'm going to... Actually, I'm going to go with The Gifted
2: first of all.
1: Yes, no spoilers for me.
2: <laughs> I have no idea what this show is. Okay.
0: I've never even heard of it. So, if I told you that The Gifted is a show on Fox uh, set in the X-Men universe about oh. a family who discovers Oh, well, like right now, like what what would be what would be spoilers?
1: The synopsis of the show—that's advertisement that they told everybody.
0: So that's what I'm that going to do. That's what I'm going to yeah, say. Right?
1: Yeah. Okay. Then do that.
0: Right. So it's a—it's a family uh, that discovers that they have mutants within their family, newly discovered. But the father is a prosecutor of uh, mutant criminals. Dun dun dun. dun. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it's set in the X Men universe. It—I uh, find it very enjoyable. That was recommended to me by Lara. It
1: is
3: a wonderful show.
0: So Lara has seen it. Mm-hmm. Lauren and Ali have not. Right. Mm-hmm. I
3: have seen the first episode, but you I have, have not okay. watched anymore.
0: Okay. So based on that synopsis and stuff, uh, would you guys care if I spoiled something?
3: No.
2: I mean, no. I'm... I'm interested in the show, but the other place I'm at right now in my life is I have you a will lot never of limit- watch it. I have a <laughs> yeah, I've got a lot of limited time to watch stuff. So I actually if if we were just hanging out and not recording a podcast, I would want to know more for the benefit of my own geeky knowledge.
0: Yeah.
1: So- and I'm th- I've watched all the episodes and I'm trying to think of what actually might be a spoiler to me. Um because I don't really see any twists.
0: Well well, exactly. Okay, good. Right? So you're all uh, caught up. Laura, that's up. a spoiler. <laughs> yeah, that might be true. a spoiler. It might there be might a, spoiler. <laughs> a
1: spoiler. But what's a twist to me? That might not might not be a twist to someone else or the other way around. No, that's I don't true. Know.
0: So in the old version of Geek Therapy, I would have brought up with Lara a particular scene where I something happened that that really like really touched me uh, uh, emotionally. Like it made. Oh, the
1: one you texted me about.
0: Um. Yes, that one. Okay. That <laughs> one, right? So yeah, exactly. It it affected me so much that I, I I had to talk to somebody about it. I thought it was one of the most messed up things I've ever seen on a TV show.
2: Whoa.
0: Um, and I I don't know if you would feel that way if I if I express it, but so I want to share it. So. How much context? Like, how would you say that, Lara? Without me spoiling it, without it being like a spoiler, spoiler? Because I don't think a lot of without people would be a been spoiler affected. Spoiler,
1: spoiler. Yeah,
0: I don't think a lot of people would have been affected as affected by it as, as I was necessarily. But like, it's something I would like to talk about on the show. Maybe, maybe not in detail the, now, but in the, the future.
1: Somebody has to relive a traumatic experience. Hmm. Um, beautiful, beautiful. Due to mutant powers.
0: Yes. So, is that so, like a part of a power? So, so yeah, yeah, So, so I'll, I'll give you a bit more detail. That's a good way to put it. There is a person who had a very traumatic experience in their life and they, and they had to, and it, it changed the course of their life. Mm-hmm. A mutant was reading that person's mind and mm. deleted part of their memory. They forgot that that experience happened. And so they found out that it happened again and essentially relived the experience all over again. And it was like terrifying. For me to watch that, and it's something that like I, I would have liked to bring up on the show because it's it's so sad it's so sad to me mm-hmm. and like it's it's a metaphor for like how you know some people can like how you know some things can be in the clinical sense triggering right and you can relive an event but imagine how horrible it would be if you could delete that memory. And then have to go through it again, right? There's a Black Mirror episode that's all about that. Right. Um,
2: does the mutant who um, has the powers are they?
0: I'm not going to give any more details. Well, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kind of curious.
2: I'm just kind of curious. Like the mutant that might be reading the mind of someone else um, and reliving this experience. Do they experience trauma by reading their mind of the of the other person?
0: No, 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 no. no. Oh, okay.
1: And yep. I think I, I think this mutant was not necessarily trying to have this effect happen. They didn't. It was completely
0: accidental. Nobody yeah. knows that this happened. for
2: right, the yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Which kind of speaks to like triggering stuff. Sometimes we say things that we might mm-hmm, um, yeah. trigger mm-hmm. someone without even realizing it.
0: Yeah. So I've had that one on my list to talk about with Ara for a couple weeks. Like I wanted to bring it up and, <laughs> and showcase something, right? That it, that happened in an episode. So I think we handled that one well. I don't think we said what it is. You could watch the series and really not know who we're talking about and still be surprised. I think. I think we did mm-hmm. good. But did did you say anything about it? I mean,
2: like, uh, so, okay, for me, that's interesting, right? And I don't know anything about it. But I'm thinking about people who are listening to this right now and are big fans of that show and probably want more from you. Like, okay, so, yeah, this moment happens. And, you know, so, like, how far do you go?
1: That's when Josue and I go over to Geek Therapy Library.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why,
0: that's why Geek Therapy Library exists, which is – uh are which is kind of what happened originally we were going to do like we were we were going really deep into stuff on the on the main show, but eventually we realized like damn like you know if we kind of um just bring attention to some of these things and and the ones that have need a deeper discussion, we can have that uh elsewhere, but I think someone who 's seen the show knows exactly what we 're talking about, and hopefully somebody who hasn 't seen the show this doesn 't ruin the possible experience for them in the future i don 't think it does. Because Lara knows exactly what I'm talking about. Lara and I, I know, know exactly. exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. You don't because you haven't seen it, Ali. Yeah, but uh, uh, like I, f- I
2: feel like that was a totally like clean thing. Like I can still watch the show, and I'll never know when that's Th- that's a point. Yeah, yeah. I think we yeah. did. Yeah, good. I think we did good.
1: And um. if I and knowing what I know now, having seen the the scene, it, that description wouldn't have spoiled it for me, and I wouldn't be upset. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, oh, that's what they were talking
0: about. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. So here's another example. Here's um, let's do a Lauren example. So this one's from Steven Universe, okay? Mm-hmm. okay? So last week you were you were like, I'm so excited, new episode, right? And mm-hmm. you said it's a Lars episode. I was like, Oh man, a Lars episode. Okay, awesome. So Lara, I mean, yeah, Lara and Ali have not seen Steven Universe. They have no idea who Lars is, correct? Right. Correct. Right?
1: I've seen like five minutes of Steven
0: Universe, <laughs> which is like half an episode, right? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. and. And so in our Slack, where, where all the four of us are, um, Lauren, like, and I kind of went into more detail, right? Like we, we went into spoilery territory, like super spoilery territory. If I had not watched the episode and I read that, I, I would have been disappointed. So there was a character who had tremendous growth, I would say. Do you think that's fair, Lauren?
3: Yeah, I think Lars has experienced post-traumatic growth.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, right? and And like, how much more should we say? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like if we were gonna talk about it, um <laughs> because the what happens and, and how he grows is so cool that I think is one of those things where like in the gifted example, it's not really a main character, like who that happens to, you know, it's different. But this is like it's Lars. Like you kinda wanna know what happens with Lars. What do you think?
3: I mean, I don't it's it it it's one of those things where it's kinda it's kinda tough because I I personally wouldn't wouldn't find any of that stuff too spoilery, but if I know, you know, it's like in this case, I, I want Ali to watch it, and so it's like I don't <laughs> want to say too much because then he'll <laughs> feel it was spoiled, and so it's really more, uh, I'm, I'm measuring the level of spoileriness based on the audience to which I am possibly spoilering too
0: good point the and the irony here is that the spoilers would make i think would make ali more likely to watch the show because Mm -hmm. they're they're along the lines of things that he likes please watch the show (laughs) i really want to watch (laughs) you all uh i had one of my
2: patients this week made a plea for me to watch steven universe Because they...
3: Yeah, I'm seconding that. said,
2: Yeah, they said, like, I watched an episode last week. I want to talk to you about it. But I also want you to watch this show, so I don't want to spoil it for you. And it was this weird moment in therapy where I, like, I I wanted them to share the information so we can talk about it, so we can be helpful in terms of the therapy, but I also kind of was hoping they wouldn't share it so it's not <laughs> spoiled for me. <laughs> that
3: happens to a, a friend of mine in in therapy talking about crazy ex-girlfriend episode and wanting to be like, hey, this relates to, you know, my experiences and my trauma and the therapist being like, I'm really glad you're opening up, but I haven't watched that episode yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a, that's actually a good point. That's That was part of my transformation too, Where, like, my whole thing for years, the the reason why I even started uh, the Geek Therapy website was because I felt that I could express myself through the shows that I watched and nobody got the reference. Mm. But also nobody wanted to hear the reference. So as a clinician, (laughs) I really wanted people to open up. So if they spoiled something that I really wanted to watch, I, I would never tell them not to because it was so important for me to understand them and for them to express how they were feeling. Right.
2: Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. No, which is sort of the the policy I take. And the thing about being um, a therapist is you kind of have to radically accept that everything's going to be spoiled for you. So if I really want to see something, I have to see it opening weekend. Otherwise, on Monday, one of my more ADHD <laughs> uh, patients is going to just blurt it out first thing in the session. Like, they're so excited to share it. So
1: This is why I watch movies opening night on yeah. Thursdays. You have <laughs> yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> And so I can try to spoil things for Josue because he's Friday morning. <laughs> so you can just threaten
0: other people with, with spoiler warnings. Yeah,
2: um, uh, so I, I do want to watch Steven Universe. It is totally on my agenda. Yeah,
0: no, and this episode we're talking about is 136th episode, so you don't oh have a lot gosh. to. Uh, not
1: a lot to go through, no. at all. And and, well,
0: well, and I would love to talk about that that in more detail eventually because like it's just, like you see this character has grown so much, and in the scene where you meet him again, like he has this self realization about himself and his friends, and it's like it's so so good. It's like oh man, like so I, many people I, could I, relate. Yeah, to that. I feel
3: like I feel like we can still have that conversation without it being too spoilery. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
3: I don't know. Oh, gosh, it's tough. It's tough. You know. So it's what, like would, the, what would you say, Lauren? Okay so so I would say for Lars experiencing growth in in this most recent uh set of episodes and it's just him coming to realize the actions and intentions that he has, he perceives them from you know his internal space, but he perceives other people's actions without taking in their intentions. Mm. And so he's like, oh, you did a thing that was selfish and mean to me without recognizing like, no, people aren't doing stuff to hurt you. People are doing stuff because that's the stuff that they have to do.
2: It's really good. So can I just <laughs> say that that is really interesting to me. Like, so much of these discussions are about what happens in the story. And that's cool. At the same time, what I really care about is also what was your experience of it? What's my experience? And what are you taking from it? And what am I taking from it? And you can have those discussions without ever getting into plot and story and details of what happens to these characters. Mm
0: -hmm. Which uh, is like, a part of therapy like sometimes a client will talk about a lot of things without going into detail and right. you don't have to push them into like no no i need graphic details i need you to go through every you know the refined tooth comb and, and tell me everything that happened and there can still yeah. be uh healing and progress
2: totally the magical question of like how did that impact you just mm-hmm. a- asking that like how did this episode impact you um i i want to have that discussion like i i could care less about what Lars actually did but like it's really this episode is resonating for you both, and like I'm interested in that.
0: And we really do care what happened to Lars too. Like we actually. Care.
2: <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I'm sure this Lars person is cool. I don't. I don't know who this person is. So <laughs> yeah.
0: So, so so there's a couple. That's of... a spoiler. <laughs> 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 All right. So here's an Ali example. Okay. Ooh. So in the la- in the, the most recent episode of Star Trek Discovery, there were a few things. That I I thought, whoa, wait a minute, I would definitely want to bring this up. For example, they use the term fugue state. For example, right? Like Mm. you don't see that you don't see that in a lot of TV. Every time it comes up, I'm like, hey, we should talk about, you know, what that means. Like people might not know. That's cool. Did they use it correctly? Things like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They talked about neurological deregulation, (laughs) (laughs) right? It's like, oh, that's that's like a sci-fi term. There, I want I want to see, you know, what, what exactly are we talking about? But, uh perhaps one of the ones that I thought would would lead to the, the the most discussion between us is that one character expresses that he essentially admits that he has PTSD symptoms and he mm-hmm. doesn't want to um report them because starfleet they their policy is to quarantine people with PTSD,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right mm-hmm. And I was like, oh man, like we can I would love to have a conversation with uh, about that with Ali." Mm-hmm. And so does it matter who said it? Does it matter? Like, what are your thoughts on, on those things?
2: I think it it depends on the type of conversation we're, we're trying to have. Like, if we're having a conversation, if this is a Star Trek Discovery podcast and we're talking about, like, what does it mean in the context of the show and where the show's headed and what the show is saying about society, then it absolutely matters who says it. But if this is a geek therapy podcast and if we're talking about um, this show as it relates to geek culture and mental health, then I don't think it matters at all. I think we can talk about, OK, what does it mean that in the future you can still get quarantine for for PTSD? Does that is that adding to stigma? Is that taken away from stigma? Is that because? You might have PTSD symptoms as a result of alien brainwashing, and that's why you're quarantined because you're you could pose a, a risk to the crew, and and then um, we could have that conversation without it. Even discussing who said it or who's experiencing this.
0: But at the same time, just someone saying that they have PTSD, like I would want to get into the whole like, well, you know, have they really shown any symptoms? Like whenever anybody drops a diagnosis on a show, I'm like, I'm not going to go and diagnose somebody who hasn't like, oh, they seem like they might be this or that. I don't like to do that. But if someone drops a diagnosis, I'm like, wait, are they representing that accurately? Like, is that is that really helping someone understand or is it making our job that much harder? (laughs) That's a good point. And so that uh, that That's character is going through some stuff and like it's something that I would I would like to talk about. So so where I stand on, on all of these examples is I don't mind giving more detail usually than what we've just given. Like I feel like we're we're really tiptoeing around everything. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't mind going a little deeper. As long as I don't know, like like is a spoiler warning enough, you know? Or or should we
3: I, I think we should maybe differentiate in in you know, spoiling plot points versus spoiling character development versus spoiling like, you know, shocking twists and who the murderer is or, you know, <laughs> how dies. we felt about or, it. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like plots versus character versus emotional impact. Yeah. I feel like are the are are branches here of the spoiler tree. <laughs>
0: At the same time, I kind of like, I kind of like what we've what we've done because there are weeks when I would come to the show with like twenty things listed, right? Because it was like, oh man, like there was all this stuff. Like I, there are some that are more important than others, but then there are other things where like, I want to write a blog post, I want to do a whole episode about it because uh, I feel it, There's more weight, more more opportunity for for learning, really, right? I mean, really, this is a lot of. Um, there's a big educational component to it, right? Where we can take an example like Lars and and. Explain something, right? Super relatable through it, and the same mm-hmm. thing with like from a more maybe less uh, emotional, relatable, but more like academic slash clinical with the with some of the things that were mentioned in the in the Star Trek episode.
2: Can't we take the middle path here and do both? Can't we have? Spoiler free conversations, and then do a deeper dive later into an episode where we've given the warning and we really get into the issues.
0: There, oh, I'm sure, I'm sure we will. Oh, I, I'm 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 certain there's we're not going to decide on anything and we'll we'll make this up as we go along. And every case will be, will be <laughs> as unique. we
1: always do, <laughs>
0: yeah, because like something like you know, when the next big movie comes out, I don't know, maybe I don't know, uh, um, Black Panther, Black Panther, right? If Black, Black Panther comes out. Let's do a whole spoiler cast on that, right? Like, that is the first all-black cast, right? Superheroes, with, like, like, multiple black superheroes in a movie with, like, the most technologically advanced uh, co- uh, country in the world happens to be in... Well, is that a spoiler if I say where it is? <laughs> Wakanda. No, I mean, Wakanda a, is not a spoiler. <laughs> well, I think. Well, I don't know. I think. I think it could be right. So, but but it's like it's so awesome, right? There's an African country that is actually the most advanced technologically in the world, and they've hit it. And it sold
1: the, the most pre-sales of any Marvel movie like in one day. So there's, there's less, never, people spoil, yeah.
0: <laughs> less people to spoil. Less people to spoil because they're seeing it opening day. But I'll say there's a lot to talk about in that movie, like a lot to celebrate, and and I think I think it's amazing. So, so, here is... I have two more examples. One, have you guys watched the show called The Good Place? Yes. No. Are you caught no. up on The Good Place? Yes. Okay.
1: Fork yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fork yes. Yeah. I've
1: seen parts of it. I get that.
0: So uh-huh. So, there is... <laughs> there was something that was said, right? Like this one, I'm gonna say it, and then it's I'm not gonna put any spoilers in it, and I hate it. Like I, I really need to, like to go spoilery for it to make any sense. But there was this uh, comment uh, in, in the show where they were talking about how uh, uh, that psychological pain can be just as bad as any physical pain, and the context in which that that was discussed in the show is like a whole conversation that I would I would love to get into, but I feel like I can't because it would spoil. The show, you know what I mean, Lauren? You know what I'm saying? Mm, I'm asking the wrong person. I'm it. asking the wrong person.
3: Yeah, I'm the wrong person. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna always be like, no, just spoil it, man. <laughs> so,
0: so that one, yeah, I don't even feel comfortable with that one because I'm like, no, that's oh. okay. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna skip past that one. <laughs> okay. Right. But d- again, just an example, and here's my final one. Okay. Now I want to go full spoilers on this one, but it is a, it is something in the Last Jedi. Yes. Do you guys think that that's okay? Mm-hmm. Um, yes.
1: people have had enough time to watch it
0: <laughs> i think anyone who
2: cares about it has seen it by now that's my opinion either too. legally or illegally <laughs>
0: right plus this is this is uh, my official spoiler warning for the last jedi if you haven't seen it okay so this part was was kind of amazing to me uh, i there was just someone just interviewed ryan johnson and they asked him why did luke skywalker use the blue lightsaber at the end why did he use anakin's lightsaber at the end of the movie, when that lightsaber was cut in half in the fight with Snoke, why did he choose that one
1: and not his green one? And
0: not his that green he built one himself, right? Like this is a force projection, right? He could have had anything, right? So nobody had received an answer from Ryan Johnson until just this week, and his answer was, "Well, you see, Luke was just trying to create the image that would have the." strongest emotional effect on Kylo so he made himself look younger like he did at that moment when he thought he was gonna kill him he used a lightsaber that would mean more to him and would essentially make him more emotional so his entire reason for looking the way he did and every single piece of it was chosen to get an emotional reaction out of Kylo because he knows that Kylo can't control his emotions So if he's able to rile him up, it'll be easier to distract him so that everybody else can get away. Which worked because Kylo didn't even
2: realize that he's using a lightsaber that um, he actually helped destroy a few scenes ago. Well, Ryan
0: Johnson also explains that uh, Kylo never noticed that it was destroyed because the lightsaber is destroyed in a flash of light and afterwards he's knocked out. So he never actually saw the lightsaber get Mm. destroyed and Rey takes it with her. So, like, he's got his kind cover. Of, he's got his I kind
3: of think he's just BSing. Yeah, I think it was probably just like, <laughs> more, oh, hey, a blue lightsaber looks cooler than a green one. No, no no no,
0: pa- no, no, no. No No, no. I love this stuff. Yes, no no. Yes, yes. <laughs> None a of this A more decisions. powerful, if he
1: really wanted to rile him up, think about the emotion that might have been coming through him because when Luke was standing over him, when he was sleeping, it was a green lightsaber, and the green glow of the light over him. When he wakes up and thinks he's gonna kill him, that's more powerful than the blue lightsaber that's been destroyed.
2: Just don't saying. you think that he realizes, though? He is um, Kylo has been so after that blue lightsaber after he meets Ray?' Don't, don't you think like Ray fills him in on? Oh yeah, by the way, like he's totally obsessed with your old lightsaber.
1: I doubt Ray had a chance to even talk to him about that. He was like, "Nope, not training you." What, nope, if, not- <laughs>
2: what if Ray told the Porgs, and the Porgs are like super intelligent, <laughs> and the the Porgs have sort of like mentioned this to Luke, um, and that's how he knows.
0: So, so I think I think it's interesting. Which one? Which one would affect him more? Um, Brian Johnson's answer again is has nothing to do with Porgs, and actually has to do with the fact that he aspires to be. Darth Vader right like he, like he's he wants to be that like that's he feels like that belongs to him it's his it doesn't belong to Luke but that's a good that's a good but, that's a very very good case for the green one because he is but, using but, the green one when he stands over him right
1: Mm-hmm. but Darth Vader doesn't have a blue lightsaber he has a red lightsaber
0: yes but Kylo knows that it's Anakin's <laughs> lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a good point. What would he do if he did get that
2: lightsaber? I don't know. I think he's just like this fanboy that wants to collect all the Darth Vader memorabilia.
0: Oh, there's a
1: <laughs> he'd try to find a way to swap out the crystal. In
0: that's the yeah, I totally <laughs> in would. the Lego um, Star Wars Force Awakens game. in in the game, you you see his room and he just has posters all over the wall of Darth Vader and like memorabilia (laughs) all over the place. He is just like the biggest (laughs) fanboy in the game. (laughs) (laughs) So when he slashes it, he's just like slashing posters in his room and it's pretty funny.
2: So can I ask you all a question? Am I just being too sensitive here about spoilers? Like, like, I I mean, is this like, because... I kind of want to have no. no I want to have these <laughs> what conversations. What a
3: terrible phrasing! No, you're not too sensitive.
2: Well, I'm no, I'm enjoying these conversations, and I want to have more of them.
3: It's about what you care about, and and I think as you know, it's like as we all get to know each other better, we start to recognize like, oh, I don't want to spoil that particular element because I know that that's the thing that you care about. I think that's sort of what it comes down to: is you kind of need to know who you're talking to. And then throw out spoiler warnings for everybody else. Yeah. (laughs) It's the the problem of a podcast. (laughs) There's a lot of ways
2: we can be respectful. Like, I, I hope everyone that listens to this podcast thinks twice about talking about a movie when you get out of the theater and you hop in a taxi cab. Or or a Lyft or an Uber because maybe your driver hasn't had a chance to see that movie yet because they're busy trying to make a living, um, or
1: even just walking out of the theater when everybody is in line to see
3: that same movie right, right after you. There's like, you know, like, when I the, saw, movie. I, I disagree. I think that's the perfect opportunity, but you should give fake spoilers. Oh, I do that all the time. Get, <laughs> real, get real mean with it.
0: Evil. My co-hosts are evil. <laughs>
2: You know, but have, so there's a lot of, of ways in which we should be respectful of each other, and I think there's a lot of ways that we should be a little bit more comfortable with these conversations. Like everyone knows, Darth Vader says, "Luke, I am your father." It's a part of pop culture now.
0: Um, but so,
1: back when that movie came out, it was a big spoiler. It and was people a bit, were yeah. upset even then. Yeah,
0: how many people do you think died of a heart attack? Watching that scene in the movie theater. Two. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Well, like no one even
2: um, making that movie really knew about it, except for, I think, Luke and... Or Luke, Mark Campbell, and... um, James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones, yeah.
3: They didn't even know until right then, I think. Yeah, I think they told him, like, during filming that scene, they were like, oh, hey, by the way, here's a spoiler.
2: (laughs) He's like, oh, by the way, um, uh, you're... uh your uh, uh Darth Vader is uh, Luke's
0: father uh, by the way uh, yeah that's exactly how yep. it went <laughs> yeah i
3: think that's exactly how it went
0: so yeah. so again sensitivity i don't no. know i think
3: <laughs> by, <laughs> by the way who's your daddy <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: man so are you being too sensitive i don't know i think i think the, the conclusion that we've that we've really come to is that it, it it's different for everyone i i think we can we obviously see that even even lauren cares somewhat about spoilers so, so we'll be, so we will be respectful of spoilers. And like, just now, like, yeah, Star Wars, we're going to talk st- spoilers for Star Wars. And
1: I heard an interesting thing about a Lego set possibly spoiling the, right. solo, the movie. solo movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's hard.
0: Like if you, if you don't want spoilers, if you want advice on how to avoid spoilers, it pretty much comes down to like, don't go on the internet, but you- <laughs> or install a pop
2: or like a browser plugin that that blocks certain terms <laughs> like that's
0: if you really want to do it that's the easiest way to do it there, there are but ways there are that, gifts yeah yeah but also right but right. also i again like i i feel like i've i've changed a lot in my in my view of of spoilers and they don't bother me as much as they used to i remember when they did and i'm sure that some still will but uh it's definitely a spectrum <laughs> when talking about spoilers. So, so I hope I hope that we had a few good enough examples of kind of the thing that we'll do in the future and how we'll handle them. Like now, I, I, like Lauren said, I have a better understanding of, of you guys and how you'll react to certain things. I think we should um, spoil. I think like spoilers don't matter for Star Trek because no one actually watches Star Trek. So I think that should be, that should be okay. <laughs> how dare you, know? you? But Star Wars, wow. like we need time. No? Is that not right, Ali? No. No, You're not sure? Not cool. You sure? Not cool, buddy. Not cool because it's true or not cool because it's not true? You know, it does, <laughs> Star
2: Trek doesn't make the same cultural footprint that Star Wars does at one point in time. But the legacy of Star Trek is as, as impactful or as great as Star Wars is over the longer period of time.
0: I love giving Ali a hard time. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> So um, some of us here said that they wanted a to end with a segment, right? I think that that's also something that's up for, up for discussion, up for um, like we're, we're defining what the show is and what the show will be. So Ali, you had an idea for, for what we could use as an ending segment.
2: Yeah, I, I really like learning from each of you about what kind of stuff you're listening to, watching, reading, um, or what you're looking forward to, because sometimes it introduces me to stuff that um, I really enjoy and I really want to check out, like Steven Universe. So I, I'd love to hear from everyone about what's making them happy, as Pop Culture Happy Hour says on their podcast, or what you're looking forward to this week.
0: So start us off. Give us give us an example.
2: Well, I was gonna say Star Trek Discovery um, <laughs> is making me happy. There, were, <clears throat> so the episode this this past week was the um, mid season premiere, and I've had very mixed feelings about the show. There's some wonderful things about the show. I think it is is taking a lot of risks with what. Um, happens in Star Trek canon, um, and that's cool. I like the risks it's taking. The cast is amazing. It's one of the best Star Trek casts we've ever had. The um, cast is also very diverse, as is the crew behind the camera. It's It's been a little hit or miss so far, but this week's episode was definitely a hit. It wove together a lot of Star Trek canon and is... Um, is doing some very interesting things moving forward. And I think this past week's episode helped me to understand that this Star Trek, or at least the season of Star Trek Discovery, it's more about who are these characters than social commentary and what's happening in the world. And I've come to a place of acceptance of that and also valuing that and understanding that. So Star Trek Discovery made me really happy this week.
3: That's uh, that's interesting because I, I I had been behind an episode so I watched episode nine and ten last night mm. and um I was not as into um okay spoiler hey, don't alert. yuck his yum uh, don't yuck his yum it's about what makes
0: you happy what <laughs> makes I'm you happy not I'm
3: not <laughs> I'm not yucking as uh, I don't have the background of really knowing the canon, yeah. So, so this uh, this reveal of a alternate universe um, was a little a little bit eye rolly to me. Uh, I'm of course gonna keep watching it because uh, Michael Burnham is so hot. <laughs> 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 I can't help myself, but um, yeah, I was I was a little. I'm definitely I'm like, how okay? Can you guys get get me back on board here? Because I'm I'm a little I'm a little perturbed by the multiverse choices.
2: That that's a conversation yeah. we need to have.
3: <laughs> yes, because yes. I, I think uh, I, it definitely I'm missing context. Right. is what's happening. Right, and there. I think
2: up until this point, this show was so much so different and so much you don't need to know about Star Trek, and then suddenly it becomes like, oh, here's this big Star Trek thing, and we're going to start referencing all these other Star Trek things. So you better know about these Star
0: Trek things. All right, Lauren, how about how about something happy now?
3: I'm excited about um, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend airs tonight. I'm going to probably watch it tomorrow. Um, What else? Uh, I just started up class again, so I don't have as much free time. But um, I'm hoping to convince Brandon from Jedi Council to get PUBG so that we can play together.
0: Mm, Yes. Laura, what about you?
3: So I
1: got all caught up on Vikings this week, and I'm loving it and it makes me happy even though it is horrible and brutal and violent <laughs> yeah. and gory and i think they've inspired me to get back to my my danish roots and and get viking tattoos and it's horrible it's horrible <laughs> um but what i'm really looking forward to this week is the second legend of Korra graphic novel is coming out mm-hmm. and it is amazing The first, the whole, the show, the first graphic novel. I've been waiting for this since I finished it. The day I bought it, the the first graphic novel at Comic Con in San Diego, and that was a while ago. Um, And I can't really talk about why I'm really excited about the book, other than it being awesome because I want Josue to watch Legend of Korra, and it's very spoilery.
0: I will. It's on my. It's on my list.
1: And it's a finished, completed show with only four seasons, so you can watch that.
0: I know. I know. <laughs> At I know.
2: some point, I need to tell you guys my Legend of Korra story. I've never seen an episode, and I ended up hanging out with someone from the show and not really realizing who <laughs> they are until like days uh-huh. later when I was talking to someone wow. else. So sometimes not knowing anything and not having any spoilers can actually really help you because I don't think that would have happened if I realized who they were.
1: that's pretty cool all right
0: and so for me uh i I mentioned i'm watching the fast and furious movies and the reason why i've been wanting to watch them is a few uh, i think it happened sometime around force awakens when i realized that star wars wasn't the end-all be-all of all pop culture that i thought it was it's very generational and a lot of people. I kept meeting more and more people who had never watched the Star Wars film, but had watched the latest Fast and the Furious. Mm. And the last couple of Fast and the Furious movies have made are like in the top highest grossing movies of all time. So, which really made me pause. I was like, Wait, wait, am I, am I disconnected? Am I, am I, am I not in tune uh, with?
3: <laughs> no, it's the children who are wrong. No, yeah. So I, I don't know. So uh... that was a Simpsons reference. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: So I'm really enjoying those movies. I'm kind of I'm, I'm going through all of them. I finally got into the point where they're jumping off bridges and and robbing trains yes. and stuff like that, and it is it is so much fun. <laughs> is, is that
2: Fast Five?
0: Uh, yep, yep. No, I'm yeah. on I'm on six now. Uh, okay, but yeah, I think that was five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going through them, and I'm I'm really really enjoying them. I'm 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 looking forward to 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 finishing uh, that whole series and watching them uh, to the end. It's been I like, love
2: that series so much
0: yeah 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 so that's it for gt radio this week um you can find all of us on twitter that's kind of where we where we tend to hang out the most right yeah. so lauren is chicken dinosaur lara is geek therapist ali is ali matu i am josue a cardona you can find more geek therapy at geektherapy.com at geek Therapy on twitter And if you have any questions that you want us to answer on the show, visit GeekTherapy.com slash QQ for our question queue. And uh, just click a little form, add it there, and we will pull from that in future episodes. Question queue. All right. Goodbye, everyone. And we'll be back next week.
2: I won't. Bye. Bye, everyone.
0: Sorry for missing next week. I forgive you. Oh, thank you. (laughs) You just listened to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Podcast Network. For more about Geek Therapy and our other podcasts, visit GeekTherapy.com. And for extra content, including our monthly book club and other perks, consider supporting us for as little as $1 a month at our Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com slash geektherapy.